You are listening to the Faith, Love, and Relationship Podcast with Melvin Davis. Healing is one of the most liberating experiences. You know, people say uh, that love is a choice. It is a choice. You know, especially if you are married and and courting, um, you're courting someone and, and the end goal is to get married. Every day you are making a choice to love that person, to be faithful to them, um, to uphold whatever vows or agreements that you have made in the relationship and loving, um, it's a choice. Sometimes that choice is choosing, um, to love when you don't have those, uh, mushy or sappy feelings that you had at the beginning of, uh, when you met each other choosing to love despite an argument that you had, you know, minutes or seconds ago or days ago, choosing to love over the anger um, or disappointment that you have experienced with the love of your life. Love is truly a choice. And and if you haven't come to that understanding or or, um, revelation, you will struggle with a uh, struggle with a relationship because love is is more than an emotion and like love you know healing is is also a choice you know this is something that you have to you know one acknowledge and recognize that there is something there in your soul you know whatever scars and bruises and wounds that you have that's on the inside Um, it takes a lot of courage to be able to acknowledge that um, and then to also express that to someone, to share, to confide in someone about what you are, um, what you're feeling inside or what happened to you at some point in your life. And there are two questions um, that I want to propose um, that's sort of going to guide my talk in this episode. And the first question is, am I healed? This is a question that you, you want to ask yourself. Um, am I healed? Are you truly healed from whatever you have, uh, whatever you experienced in your past? Have you truly healed from your last relationship? Have you truly healed from a failed marriage? Am I healed? The other question that I want to ask, um, and these are just two questions that I, that I'm proposing, then I'm going to interject another question later on that Jesus asked someone, but the question that I'm proposing here, in addition to, am I healed is, do I want to find love? And keep it. 
Because if you don't want to be healed, you don't want to acknowledge that something is wrong inside, then chances are you're communicating um, indirectly that you that you don't want to find love, that you, you don't want to find true love. And you don't want to keep it because finding love and keeping it has a lot to do with being healed. Because when you are healed, you will choose who you court or allow to court you. You will choose differently your, your decision making um, how you're healed or your uh, or your brokenness, you can select um, or entertain the wrong person based on whether you are healed or not. And the other thing is that, you know, when you do find that true person, do you want to keep them? And that also points back to being healed. Before I go further, I want to pray. I want I want this conversation this talk to be led by the Spirit of the Lord. It's, it's my practice to always um pray before I um articulate what God has uh, placed on my heart to communicate to you. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you so much for your kindness and your holiness. You're the definition of what holy is. You're the definition of consecration. And Father, I ask you by your Holy Spirit that you will guide my words, that you will keep my personal thoughts and opinions and perspectives from your truth. Your truth stands alone. It needs no cosign. I'm here to communicate that, to be a messenger um, to those who are listening, to be a messenger to your body, to be a messenger to those who haven't um, Jesus given their life to you. I pray that you will open hearts and minds. I speak against the spirit of religion and anything that attempts to exalt itself over the word of God. Open up hearts, Lord. Open up ears and eyes to see what you want to show whoever's listening. And it's in your name, Jesus, that I pray. Amen. So the question is, you want to ask yourself, am I healed? And do I want to find love? And do I want to keep it? I mentioned in the intro of this episode and, and a few other times that I decided not to date for a year. And this is probably dating back to, well, this is a long time ago, maybe 2011, I want to say. Um, it was at the time that I was writing my book Hill for Love at the time it was called Love Again but I changed the title from Love Again to Hill for Love but during that time of writing my novel I decided not to date for a year because there were some things that the Lord was speaking to me about and he was drawing my attention to 
it was as if he held up the mirror and the mirror being his word and allowed me to see the ugly things about myself that I needed to change. In reading his word, I saw um, it exposed a lot of wounds uh, within me, uh, much of which have stemmed from a fractured relationship with my mother. Um, we are in a better place now, um, but at the time, um, the relationship that I, or the non-existent relationship that I had with my mom affected me. It affected me in a way, not so much in, in the way that I became a dog or a promiscuous man, um, but it it prevented me in many ways of trusting, um, having that, establishing that trust in the relationship that you need to have in order to have a functional one. Um, it was difficult for me to, to trust people. Um, it was also difficult for me to be transparent and vulnerable. Um, there was, I think I gave enough to relationships that I, that I was in or, or extended myself enough to have a relationship, but not to the point where I showed um, who I, whoever I was with, who I truly was and, and what was really in, in my heart. Um, and also, you know, being uh, wounded from an estranged relationship with my mom is that um, it allowed me to fall for it. I found myself in a position loving the wrong person. My brokenness and my wounds caused me to love the wrong person and, and to try to love um, love women that weren't the one for me or good for me. But that healing experience was a choice that I decided to to make. And it was God that was essentially dropping clues to me uh, to indicate that there was something in my soul that he needed to address. And the question that, and this is uh, from John, the book of John, if you want to get your Bible out. I'm not going to read the entire um, the entire uh, verses in the scripture, but John five, um, verse six, and this is where this man who is who has an infirmity, and he's at this pool, and 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 every year this uh, I could be wrong, but I, I believe that every year an angel will come down to the pool and stir it. And in stirring this pool, whoever had an infirmity, who was paralyzed or had diseases, who, whoever was able to make it into this pool would be healed. But this particular man who had an infirmity, as the scripture says, for 38 years, wasn't able to make it to the pool. Every time that he would try to get down there, um, people would bypass him. And and sort of beat him to the punch, if you will. And he could never make it. And who knows how long this continued to happen. 
Now, the interesting thing about uh, about the story is, is that Jesus already knew this, that this man had an infirmity for 38 years. And more than likely knew that he wasn't able to make it into that pool. Which brings us to the conclusion that Jesus has something else in mind and setting this man free from his infirmity. And Jesus asked this man, do you want to be made whole? This question suggests that it was going to take uh, a partnership of this man making a conscious decision in his heart that I want to change, that I can't continue on living this way. And I'm not saying that what you are experiencing is a result of sin because this man had an infirmity because of his sin. I have no idea um, that's something that I should, you know, then I'm going to ask the Lord what it was. And, and if the Lord wants to tell me if that's important for me to know, then he's going to tell me. But that sin wasn't disclosed. But whatever it was, as it says, you know, the wages of sin is death. Whatever he was doing. This man reaped what he sowed. And it manifested in the physical and handicapped him. To the point that he wasn't able to walk. And the reason why Jesus asked this man the question, do you want to be, want to be made whole? Because it was a choice that he needed to make for himself. And there are people who are. Who are afraid. Uh, or so uncomfortable. Of facing their past that they don't want to deal with it. And to make that type of choice and an effort to not deal with the things that God is getting your attention to, you're sending the message that I don't want to be healed, that I don't want to be made whole, and relevant to the topic at hand, that I don't want to find true love. And I don't want to keep it if I do. And so, like I said earlier that, you know, love is a choice. Healing is also a choice. Healing is necessary for functioning in every aspect of your life. Scars and bruises from the past and past relationships will impact your present and future when it comes to finding love. Wounds affect our decision-making, who we choose to pursue and spend our time with. So the question is to you, whatever it is that you experience in it, this, this hurt may not come directly from a past marriage or relationship. It can be something outside of that, that has wounded you but has affected the way or has impacted your ability to love others 
and and to be loved. So I'm going to ask you the same question that Jesus asked this man. Do you want to be made whole? And there is this notion that, you know, was having this uh, sort of debate or disagreement with someone the other day about about healing and the person was saying that, you know, it's, it's impossible to be healed from everything. Well, the devil is a liar and that is not truth. It's not true. There may be a, a process um, that you, that one may go go through to arrive to a place of healing, but it's not a lifetime. Like God doesn't heal us halfway. You're not going to find that in the scripture. Jesus didn't die on the cross for us um, to experience healing in a partial way or to, or to carry something um, for the rest of our lives. If it doesn't serve, you know, a purpose of humbling us, you know, the apostle Paul um, dealt with something that God wouldn't wouldn't remove and he said my grace is sufficient was sufficient or is sufficient for him so that was a sovereign purpose um that was relevant to his calling and finishing the race that or the assignment that god has called him to but to go to live with wounds and hurts um is totally different than you know, what Paul, the apostle Paul dealt with. And I have a scripture that backs the statement of what I just said. And it's in Psalm 103. So you want to turn to Psalm 103. Uh, and I'll read, I'm going to start at verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And I'm reading from the New King James Version, by the way. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? And this is what happened in, uh, in John chapter 5 with this man. Who had an infirmity. Jesus healed him. Of his infirmity. And is backed in Psalm 103. And forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with love and kindness. And tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is, is renewed. Like the eagles. And based on these few scriptures, we know that God is able and wants to heal us from whatever, whatever thing that we have, have experienced in life. God doesn't heal us halfway. It wouldn't make sense for God to heal us halfway because we can't give him the glory if he doesn't heal us all the way. So the question that I want to ask you again if you are single and looking for love 
you're a man and you're you're trying to find that good thing you're a woman who wants to be pursued by a godly man a good godly man who's walking the walk and to the man who's praying for that proverbs 31 woman do you want to be made whole for her do you want to be made whole for him see my experience of healing really had nothing to do with like finding true love at the time because that wasn't so much of a uh, it wasn't something that I was pursuing at that point in my life it just happened to happen to be that God healed me and it put me in a better position uh, to experience true love and now that I'm much mature than I was um, that time ago I'm in I'm intentional about my relationship with God and how I position myself to hear from him and making sure that my shortcomings and my mistakes won't get in the way of his blessings and I'm actually planning to go on a fast soon and in this fast I'm going to write down a list of things that um did I did I think I should did I need to work on? And I want to pray over the list. I want I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to to help me generate this list. Um, because my process of preparation didn't stop in 2011 2012 when I was when I chose not to date for a year. Um, but it's my heart desire to to put myself in a position to become a better man for the woman for the woman that God will place on my path to pursue and to take as my wife because you know Jesus you know Satan came to came to Jesus and and asked if he can sift Peter as wheat um, there was something that Satan saw in Jesus that he could be sifted that he could be tested and, and tempted and tried. And it's not to say that I'm going to arrive to a place of perfection and I'm not sending a message that you have to be perfect for love. What I am saying that while you are single, why not take the necessary steps, do the inventory, to get rid of the things that you can get rid of as a single person. You know, people say that relationships will or marriage will expose your hurts and your wounds and things that you haven't worked on. Um, love within itself will expose. Love in, within itself is exposing. Because when you enter um, that sphere of love, Everything is made known. Everything is visible. And God is love. And when you enter a godly courtship, God's spirit is going to be there. And when God's spirit is, there is liberty. And things are going to be exposed and revealed. Things are going to come to the surface. And why not address those things now? I think it's wisdom to address 
those things in your life that will cause you to ruin the good thing once you get it. It's the wisdom uh, to go to God and say, can you search my heart? Can you search my soul? Can you bring to light anything that is within me that does not bear any fruit, the things that, that doesn't need to be there? Because it's going to take courage to be able to look yourself in the mirror and acknowledge the things that has been uh, tearing away or eating away at you for so long. And there are signs that that indicate that you that you're, you're not healed. You know, if you find yourself crying or over emotional or irritable or overreacting to things, um, especially jokes or things that are humorous and you take offense to that, that's an, that's a sign that you need healing. If you find yourself jumping from one relationship to another, that's a sign that healing is needed because one way that people deal with you know not wanting to be healed is is, is avoidance they want they want to avoid addressing those things personal issues in their life so avoidance um can manifest itself or or express itself by jumping into another relationship because you feel that being with someone is going to be a band-aid it's going to band-aid your wounds and you can't use people as band-aids because you're going to find yourself in a a relationship that's really about counseling or fathering or mothering parenting if you will um it's not love is not going to be the focus when you enter a relationship that and you're you're broken um, other signs of that, you know, that you may not be healed is, is, is that you're able to give your body to someone, but not your heart. I mentioned in a different, different episode that it's, it's easier to give your body to someone than it is to, to give someone your heart. Because there's much more at stake when you give your heart to someone. And that's just, that's just, you know, that's just the honest, tr the honest truth. And, and part two of, of this episode, I, I'm, I'm going to focus on recognizing brokenness in others because you need the discernment to be able to know whether someone is ready for a relationship or not. Because you are responsible for knowing what someone is carrying that they may not verbalize outright to you. I would suggest that you read chapter five in John and look at it, look, look at, take a look at the exchange between Jesus and this man who had an infirmity for 38 years. Look at what's in Jesus's heart 
and then take a look at what's in this man's heart and try to um, try to discern and, and, and see why for yourself I want it to be revelation to yourself why Jesus asked this man the question knowing for 38 years that he had this infirmity and another question that you want to ask yourself is what I asked earlier is, is that do you want to be healed do you really want to find love and do you want to keep it do you want the love of your life to get the functional and healthy uh, the healthy parts of who you are or do you want to give them dysfunction do you want to give them a toxic relationship do you want to um, be the reason why they get, have given up on love there are many reasons why we could be single it can be an issue of character that we're not walking in the fruit of the spirit it can be that we're desiring a godly relationship and we're not living pursuing godly lives or christ-centered lives we can desire a godly relationship and not live a consecrated life which is a contradiction some of us, some of us are haven't healed. And because we haven't healed, love hasn't walked into our life. And I know, I don't know about you, but I'm acutely aware of, of the time that God has given me. More intentional about how I, more conscious of how I use my time more conscious and aware of 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 who I share my time with and it's something that has become valuable to me and I know personally for me I don't want to you know I mentioned in a quote that a helpmate is healed and this goes for 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 men as well this is not just women but this but in this particular quote uh, I said a helpmate is is healed and I said I don't know about you and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it up in front of my face right now um, I don't want to be with a woman who's who has a soul tie who's still reliving something in the past that should have been uh, resolved and, and dealt with before I arrived I don't want to be with the woman um, who's walking in a confusion who who who's not emotionally uh, stable a woman that's double-minded I'm not looking for a woman that's perfect and you shouldn't look for um, a woman that's perfect you shouldn't look for a man that's perfect you should look for someone whose heart is turned towards God and, and who wants to be perfected in Christ who's striving to live a, a Christ-centered life because the moment that you try to look for perfection, when you meet that person, that relationship is going to be imperfect because you're carrying your imperfections. And there's nothing wrong with being imperfect because when you truly love someone, you find beauty in their imperfections. That there's something like, 
There's something beautiful about a person when you see them through the eyes of Christ. Not only do you see like potential of what they can become, but you see from the start who they are in Christ. And that's what finding true love is about. It's about seeing someone through the eyes of Christ and praying over their weaknesses and their shortcomings, loving them with kindness and with patience, building them up with the word of God and with prayer, reaffirming to them that they are loved, that they are valued, that they are needed. And the point is, the, the, the goal is that you want to be uplifting to the person that God has for you. And extremely patient. And patience can be developing, cultivating patience can be a process that's something that doesn't happen overnight. However, when we go to God in prayer and, and say, God, can you give me the kind of patience that you that you that you have with us then God is going to supernaturally answer you and give you that patience that it takes to have a healthy and functional relationship supernaturally God can bring out the fruit of the spirit that's that's within you because you have it if you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you And I want to conclude this message with praying. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time and your support of my podcast. It's only my intentions to, to shed light, to bring healing, to bring clarity. I'm a man of clarity. I hate confusion. I hate to see people bounded going around the same mountain and nothing is changing. I want to see you healed and whole and not just for you to become the best version of yourself, but to become who you are in Christ who God created you to be. And Jesus, thank you so much for your word. Jesus, thank you so much for being an example of, of unconditional love and, and being an example of, of grace and mercy. You healed this man who had an infirmity for 38 years. You show compassion. But you also asked him a very important question that he needed to make for himself. Do you want to be made whole? And I say to you who is listening, do you want to be made whole? Because if your answer is yes, Jesus is going to meet your yes. And he's going to heal you from all iniquities. And heal you from all infirmities but you have to decide in your heart that yes Jesus I want to be made whole 
that I want to be made well and that I want to be that I want to be healed. And if the answer is yes, consider it done by faith. As Jesus told his man, pick up your mat and walk. I say to you the same thing. Pick up your life and walk. And walk in the direction that God is leading you to. Because true love is, is not far away. But you can delay it by putting off your healing. I love you, but Jesus loves you more. <laughs> he can love you in ways that I can never could that I never can. And it's in your, it's in your name, Jesus, that I pray. Amen. If you have been touched by or moved by this podcast, um, let me know if you follow me on social media. Um, if you want to drop me an email, it is I am Melvin Davis at gmail.com. That's I A M M E L V I N D A V I V I S at Gmail. If you want to pick up my novel, because I will be reading from it, a few excerpts from it. Um, it is available on, on Amazon. It is titled Hailed for Love. It's on Amazon um, and both paperback and ebook um, versions. It's also available on Apple if you are a Apple person. Um, but please get it. Um, it will bless you um, tremendously. And God's spirit is in it. Uh, to next time, part two, I should try to get part two over uh, maybe this weekend. Depends how my schedule is, um, but it's coming soon.